Krill Industries, the powerful energy conglomerate known worldwide for its cutthroat tactics and market domination, is entering a new phase in its business. And Ian and I were invited to get a first look. And here we are. We keep it locked down pretty tight. Speaking there is Dr. Winston Brownie, a geneticist at the Institute for Wealth and a Krill Industries shareholder. I'm sorry, you said you were bringing us to Krill Industries? But that sickly, wheezing sound you hear... Yes, that's who this is. Right here. This is Krill. The first corporate person. Oh my god. He looks like a fucking monster. Krill is... alive now. It looks like something a hippo would crap out. He's like if a dead maggot was a person. Today on the show, corporate personhood. Is your business ready for it? If it wants to survive, it better be. Can be living. Hello everyone, and welcome to Wealthy, a podcast for the newly super rich. We offer those who have inherited fortunes and have acquired obscene wealth guidance into the world of the elite. We're your unrich hosts, Bethany Stanward and Ian Walford. Two middle-aged interns at the Institute for Wealth with little in our lives, assigned to do the degrading work of creating a podcast for the superior life forms we serve. In 1947, the Krill Company started as a simple pet food business. Krill Pet Food was the first and only pet food that you could feed to any of your pets. Dog, cat, fish, whatever. And though it killed most any animal that ate the product, the Krill Company quickly switched gears and invested in a number of gas stations, fast food chains, and hit it big with tobacco beer. From those humble beginnings, little would Krill's founders expect that the company would expand from a small business to a global giant, and now... I persist! I remain alive! He loves sitting in that mop bucket. It's his favorite place. Now, to the first corporation to become human. Though human might not be what strikes you upon first seeing Krill. Picture a bulbous, three-foot-tall troll draped in greenish-black sludge with unopposable legs stuffed in a janitor's mop bucket. And no arms, just big, flat hands. He's more of a pile than he is a person, but his DNA is human, and he's worth $300 billion. That makes him superior as a living being to you and I, Bethany. (laughs) You don't have to tell me I'm garbage, Ian. I know it! I will always know it. Of course, corporations have legal personhood already. However, Krill's shareholders thought it wasn't enough for Krill Industries to have the rights of a person as a legal abstraction, so we developed an experimental process to convert the entire company into a living entity. The entire company? So there's nothing else left of Krill Industries? Uh, You're looking at it. Must I continue? During his gestation, employees were fed to him one by one. He then devoured the company headquarters piece by piece. As Dr. Brownie explained to us, Krill was formed from DNA and brain tissue samples taken from the top brass at Krill Industries. We then shut down corporate HQ. We lined the interior of the CEO's corner office suite with a mold made from company documents and the bile of every employee. 
That's where Krill gestated during his larva stage. After his hatching, we brought him to the lab, where we've inundated him with financial news and the sound of a stock ticker ever since. And at three foot four, 1,200 pounds, Krill is now fully formed and operational and celebrating his grand reopening. Why does he weigh that much? He's an entire company, Ian. He's going to weigh a lot. May I live? Let me live. We've told him. You don't have to ask permission to live. We've told him this. We've, we've been over this. May I live more? Krill is going to revolutionize the way business is done in this country. And the company is already seeing the benefits because business at Krill Industries is now streamlined within one person. Growth of the company is more efficient, as is return on investment. When revenue increases, corporate tax cuts kick in, or stock buybacks are enacted, Krill physically grows as a result. Which was apparent when we visited shareholders' meetings a few months later, now dressed in a custom-tailored business suit, but still very much a repellent fluke man. Krill had nearly doubled in size. Yes, yes, we have a lot to celebrate in the last few months of Krill Industries. An 85% growth rate, an increase in shareholder value, and Krill cries only about half as much as he used to. Yes, you're alive. You're always alive, Krill. God, five months of this, everyone. For any other corporation, this rate of growth would be unsustainable. But as a biological being, Krill can manage it. I feel pain. Always. When you own shares in Krill, you're not investing in a business that produces goods and services. We've moved beyond that. Instead, you have shares in something more valuable, an entity that has both corporate rights and human rights. Indeed, shareholders were very pleased with Krill's growth. He even had a mop now. He loves that mop. And he doesn't hold the mop upside down to pretend that the bottom of the mop is the hair of a person or a dancing partner. He holds it the right way, with the mop head on the floor. And he loves it just like that. More good news followed. At the meeting, they announced that Krill Industries had acquired ownership of the Green Bay Packers. So we joined the shareholders in watching the entire Green Bay Packers organization walk into Krill's open mouth. Put the mop down for just a second. There's a few more football players you need to eat. Loves that mop. Christ, look at them devour all these concussed men one after the other. They just disappear into him. Oh no! Oh my god. Oh god, hey, there's, he's knocked over. He's, he's on his side. Oh shit, he's got me. Ian! Krill can have... No, Krill, that's not for you. Put that down. Ian, you're not supposed to be acquired by him. I know, I'm trying to get away. This man is subprime, Krill. Subprime. Oh! 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 After the recent acquisition of a toxic asset, Krill Industries has taken a serious downturn, and the entire economy might go along with it. Hundreds of companies across the nation are shedding jobs. Banks are going bust due to a lack of capital flow. Krill's acquisition of Ian leads to the economic collapse of 2018. The presence of an unrich asset 
a worthless middle-aged man by the name of Ian Walford, has shook investors the world round, creating instability throughout the economy. When Krill acquired Ian, it was like taking on an extreme amount of debt that could never be repaid. And despite their best efforts, the shareholders could not remove Ian from the books. Pull on him harder. Get him out of that corporation. Get out of there already, you damn shithole! I can't. It's like I'm stuck. At this point, all you can see of Ian is his face peeking out of Krill's mouth. Do you feel you may have to kill Ian as a last resort? Last resort? That was the first thing we tried to do, but Krill wouldn't let us. Krill is unregulated capitalism as a sentient being. He's going to take what he wants, even if it's high risk. So the continued collapse of the economy, that's, that's Krill's doing? I would not say that. I don't blame Krill for this at all. I commend him for it. It's the people who should never have been deemed qualified for engaging with Krill. It's their fault. You mean Ian? Yes, it's Ian's fault. Probably the government's fault too, somehow. I'm sure of it. Can I have some food? I haven't eaten in a while. No! No, I want you to die. With Krill Industries continuing to put a drain on the economy, public uproar ensued. We need to save this corporation. He's a person, for God's sakes. And where is government in all this? Suspiciously absent? What makes them think they can just walk away from the free market? Take to the streets, everyone. Krill didn't ask for any of this, so the government should spend whatever it takes to save this sweaty, wheezing, living business we all love. With pressure mounting from people who watch financial news networks, a public bailout of Krill Industries was approved. Authorized by Congress and signed into law, the 2018 TARP program required that Krill's mop be purchased by the government for $300 billion. It's just too good of an offer for Krill to pass up. The mop would then be used as leverage in prying Krill out of his mop bucket. Krill's mop bucket is what keeps him upright. Once he's bailed out of the bucket, the integrity of his body will give out, and Ian will then slide out onto the tarp that the bill is named after. And it it takes $300 billion from the government to take a mop away from Krill? Why are you talking to me like that? If that's what we say we need, then yes, the answer is yes. So on May 1st, 2018, on the top floor of the Institute for Wealth's New York headquarters, the board of Krill Industries put the bailout into effect. Tip him! Tip him! Ow! All of this is painful to me! A little more! A little more! There! There! We're close! You've almost got it! Catch the toxic asset! Oh, oh my god! Oh, it still hurts! We did it! Grill needs this more! Yes, God, you know this. Thanks to the much-deserved bailout, Krill indeed will exist more, just as he had been requesting. And his influence over corporate restructuring is spreading. Other companies, including Apple and ExxonMobil, are now exploring corporate personhood for themselves. They've seen the benefit of being an actual, physical person in the eyes of the law. You know, I've been meaning to ask, though, Krill isn't a real person per se, though, right? Bethany, Krill is a person. I told you his net worth. You're not person. But Krill is. 
You know you're not person, right? <laughs> yes, that part I knew. Am I Krill right now? And should I be Krill forever? Yes, Krill, you should. Since you are a corporation, you are the only person we will never let die. For Welcome to Wealthy, I'm Bethany Stanward. And I'm Ian Walford, recovering from mysterious wounds I sustained while living inside a monster. 